This call is now being recorded. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where we take a look at a Bible verse or two every day, and we discuss it. We discuss what it what it was written for. We discuss how how we can better walk it out as Christians. Um, as always, the two people discussing are myself, Kevin, and Aaron. Aaron, can you say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. Uh, we will be going over Matthew six twenty five today. Uh, we'll, we're going over it in the context of trust. We've been talking about trust this week. We'll continue on that conversation today. Um, so Matthew six twenty five is where we'll begin at. But before we do, uh, as always, I'd love to catch up with you a little bit, Aaron. How was your day? Uh, it was just a, a really busy day. It was it was hot in the warehouse. We uh, actually started our day with uh, more people absent than we had present at work, so that made for a rough start. But we did really well. We called some people in. Some people showed up late. Uh, we got a couple new people to train. Uh, we actually ended up in a situation where we've always wanted to uh, beat the record on pallets in a day. Um, we were close enough that we did it today, uh, so we were stayed a little late, but we did get the number. We beat it by one, so you know how competitive I am, so that mm. made for a very good day for me. Yeah. And how was your day? So, real quick, let's finish with your day. So before before uh, we started the podcast, you told me you were you were waiting on food. Where are you getting food from here? I'm, I'm getting some some food from Subway. Oh, um, good! I, I love Subway. Girlfriend, that's my favorite place to eat, and she knows that. So she said she was going to get me Subway today. You know where <clears throat> I'm getting food from? Is it Subway? It is not, but it is also my favorite place to eat, and I have not eaten there since I've been out of prison. So it is Old Chicago. So the, Ooh, the kids. I've- the kids, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Good things. I know I've just, I've heard good things. I've never had it. There's actually one, like, right down the road from me. I've never had it, but I've heard good things. So, the kids are at a birthday party. All of the kids are at the birthday at a birthday party. So, I got home. I said, what are we going to have for dinner? We can have anything. And it hit me. Hey, I can have anything. And then it hit me. There's new apps out that allow people to drive you your food if you want to go to a good restaurant. I'm doing this. Spent a little bit of extra money. Ugh, now I'm waiting on Old Chicago. It's my favorite. I didn't tell my sister where uh, where we're getting food from, though, so she's going to be surprised. She knows what we're getting, but she doesn't know where it's coming from. But my day was good, man. Thanks for asking. Uh, I really – I feel like the, like this job is so fast-paced. I don't have time to put – I, I start work at 5, and I'm I'm working from 5 until – Pretty today, I was working from five to two thirty, you know, and it's just move, 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 and I like it. It's fun, but I am exhausted. It's my first week back, you know, so my energy levels are not where they need to be. They'll get there, but I am ready to go to sleep. That's well, that's fantastic, man. I, I, my job also is a fast pace, moving all day, and I, I love that. So it's exciting. I want to share with you something, though, uh, because it's been on my heart. So yesterday, right, I was working with somebody, and they said something to me, and I feel like I messed up. I did not combat what they said. Um, so yesterday, one of my coworkers 
told me that he liked Lincoln because it was it still kept things white. And I didn't embrace that statement, but I didn't actively fight against it. And I've been it's really been on my heart because I know that I need to combat racism, not just not just not be racist myself, but I need to actively combat it in in things like workplaces, right? And so it's really, I just wanted to share that with you. It's uh, almost as if I'm confessing because it, it was a sin to not combat evil. That's a sin in my book. Um, and I know that, you know, the crazy thing is I know that I don't have a problem combating other things. Like the guy also was talking about women and I said, I said, hold up. I said, I don't really like to talk about women like that. Um, I'm trying not to, not to sexualize them and put them on a pedestal. So I was able to stop that in its tracks and explain why, but I didn't do that same thing with racism in the workplace, and I feel I feel like I messed up, like I missed an opportunity, and so it's just been on my heart. I don't think that, you know, and obviously I know that I'm okay. God's God's forgiven me, but I just wanted to share that because I feel like I need to confess that to you guys. I messed up, and I did not combat racism, and I need to. And guys, I'm all about what's going on right now. I'm all about ending systemic racism. I'm all about Black Lives Matter, saying it loud, saying it proud, right? I'm all about the movement, and it frustrates me that I that I did not take that step when I could have. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. You guys know, I understand. I'm not walking that perfect block. I'm still making mistakes. Hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for sharing. It's <clears throat> good. With that being said, I think we're ready to to get into Matthew six twenty five. Aaron, would you please pray us in? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, Heavenly Father, uh, we again just thank you for giving us another day. We thank you for uh, bringing us together. We thank you that we can see the shortcomings in our life and willingly admit those and try to do better. Uh, we just ask now that you just uh, open our hearts and minds to what you would have us to share, that you'll bless our listeners and open their hearts and minds. Um, we just can't praise you enough for all the great things that you're doing. Uh, just We're just asking that you just use us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, before we get into the scripture, let me give you a brief breakdown for anybody who's listening to their first episode today of our discussion on trust. So Monday we went over trust and we went over Proverbs 3, 5 and we talked about how there is so much in our life that can point to why we should trust God, right? And how we should not only trust God but lean on his understanding because we will never see the full picture. And that was really our, our focal point of conversation Monday. Yesterday, on Tuesday, we talked about um, Proverbs, or I'm sorry, Psalms 20, verse 7, and about how the world will tell you to trust in other things, but we know that we will not find our joy, our happiness, our completeness in those other things, that the only thing that will give us that kind of completeness is trusting God, not in trusting things of the world. So that was our discussion. That's where we're at so far in trust. Now we're going to add to that in Matthew Matthew 6, 25. Therefore I tell you, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow, or reap, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Man, what a powerful verse, guys. Like, every time I read this, I get so overwhelmed by the power of God. And so I look at this, and we talk about, he says, are you not more valuable than birds? And you talk about the fact that you were created in God's image. Right? So if God is providing for the animals of the earth, then why wouldn't you trust him to provide for you? You were made in his image. Right? God made you because he wanted to be freely loved. That's why you were made. And so wouldn't he care about you if he, if he loves you? If you believe the Bible, and the Bible says over and over again that God loves you so much that he sent his son, even if you were the only one. So if he loves you then that, that much, shouldn't you trust him to take care of you? It's such a powerful verse. Aaron, what do you think of this verse? Uh, I mean, it's a great verse when I think about um, as much as I worry about things and have things in my mind to think about the fact that these birds essentially just chirp and fly around and God takes care of them. And I, I try to to do everything right and in, in, in all these works and all these good things to please God and make things work right in my life and, and make people around me happy and like me. But it's telling us, what? why are you doing all this? Are, are you not worth more than the birds that God already provides for? And we definitely live in a society of, of, of worry. This with our current climate, with things going on, it's so easy to get caught up in that and think about, am I going to be healthy? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Um, whatever the, the thought may be, but that trust in God, knowing that he's going to take care of you, just like he takes care of the, the birds, and they, they have their food, and they have everything they need. Uh, it's a uh, Definitely easier said than done, though. So I will say that. Yes, I think I think it's like really the key to all these conversations about trust is that we understand that when we're talking about this, this is we're talking about best case scenarios. Because me and Aaron are people that have failed to trust in God, and there are times every day that I fail to trust in God. But we're talking, so I know it's easier said than done. That's that's the truth, man. It's so hard to walk this out. I like this verse because I think it shows you that God's taking care of the world. Wouldn't he take care of you? He's taking care of things that do not matter, right? Now, I don't want Peter to get on us, but the birds of the sky are just birds, right? <laughs> so if yeah. if we look at what God was in, God, the whole earth has to trust in God to be on the exact right rotation around the sun. If the if the God of the universe can put the earth in the most, in the perfect exact location where we can have, have an atmosphere warm enough to support life, but yet not so hot that it scorches it, can't we trust that he cares about us and he loves us? Think about all the great huge things that he takes care of on a daily basis. Clearly, he cares about you. You came into this world. So, yeah. I would just say that Make sure 
that you understand that. Look at the things that he's taking care of that are so much less valuable than you. Right? Amen. When so I, when when I, I think, look, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you well, go I was ahead. just saying, man, I, I, I've, I, I'm a big astronomy fan, a big cosmology, um, space. Like, I, I'm huge into physics and things like that. And when you think about the complexity of the universe, like you were saying, that everything has to be just right. I mean, if anything is off just the slightest, uh, like, the numbers are so astronomical of, of how it all works, but it works and it stays in motion and it has and God has provided and we have our atmosphere. We have the cycles, the seasons and, and the care that he put into creating everything. Our, this is some of my favorite time of year when we get the beautiful blue skies and the warm weather. When you think about the heat from the sun, the sun is 93 billion miles away from us, and it can burn us, and and, and God created that. So how much more powerful is he? How much more in control is he that he can do that and and yet be out? And (laughs) who's like, oh, man, how am I going to pay my bills? I just had an instant (laughs) a couple weeks ago. I, I, I was really worried our listeners would know that I was talking about my finances and worry and a program I was involved in just called me up and said hey man we want to pay your rent and your insurance for for next month uh, matter of fact we already talked to your landlord we're I'll bring you by a check tomorrow for your insurance you know God, God will provide yeah I think that man I got goose pumps Hearing you talk, man, I, I just wanted to go preach on, preach on, because man, that's so perfect, right? That, that, think about, some people think, why should I trust God? But, mm. because God's the only reason you're breathing. You think about the way you describe the atmosphere, right? God had to love you enough, just you, to create this whole universe in a way that you could breathe oxygen. That's how much God loves you. It's just you, because we know if we if you've ever read the Gospels, you know that God will leave the ninety nine good sheep to save that one, right? So even if it's just you, He creates. So the God God thought so much of you, right? That He was He created a whole universe. Think about that. Every time you see a star in the sky, say God created that because He loves me, right? And that is. And so if he loves you that much, can't you trust him to take care of you? Man, that's so powerful, isn't it, man? It's got me having goosebumps right now. I'm not kidding. Exactly. And and that and that was that was my example. I, I've got I mean countless people I know that, that God has shown up in miraculous ways. Uh I, I think one of the biggest things I've seen is is uh, so I have a, a good friend who's who's my pastor and we were out doing some work one day and, and he was struggling in his situation with his family and his house. His house had been broken into and he had some issues and we're just working with one of his mentors one day and they were talking about the house he lived in, in, in a very nice area in Johnson County, Kansas. And the guy ended up a week later giving him this house, giving him a four bedroom house, full basement. Like they gave it to him and said, Hey, I want you and your family to be taken care of. Uh, I was just blown away by that. So, so now with that, remember, with that, knowing that I've seen that firsthand and I've been to his house and it's 
Very, very nice neighborhood. Very nice house. Yet I still doubt God to take care of it. And dude, I'll read the Bible, and you'll be like the children of Israel, right? He he provided manna. He provided quail. He provided safety. And then all they did was complain. And I'm like, these dudes are idiots. But, like, they walked on water. They They fed all these people with some fish and bread. How do they not understand what's going on? I will read my Bible and be like, these dudes are the dumbest people on the planet. <laughs> and I can see a great move of God like that, and then two days later, doubt that God can pay my bills, or God can take take care of my anxiety or my stress, or <laughs> take care of my kids. Like, that's absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man, that's so true. So sometimes I'll be reading Exodus, and I'll say, man... These Jews just watched him throw down plague after plague after plague, then part the Red Sea, and they still can't believe God? And then like two days after I get the biggest miracle, I'm like, man, I don't have enough in my life. Or, man, I, uh, who, who's going to, uh, how am I going to get my my car fixed? And I don't even stop to think, like, you're the Jew. You're You're the Israelite in this case. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing the same thing. Man, that's so true. Trusting God. We have so much reason to trust God, yet we will find any reason not to, man. It's, and it's crazy yeah. that that's the way it works. So uh, when we talk about how to practically walk this out, guys, I would tell you that. So I, I like this. I don't think anybody's doing it, but I'm going to keep giving you guys assignments, right? Uh, because I think that's how we learn. So, you know, on Monday I asked you guys to come with come up with all these things that God has done in your life that you didn't think you'd get through, but he's got you through. So you can look at that list next time you're doubting, that you're not trusting him. And yesterday, I asked you to think of the things in your life, to come up with the things that uh, that you look to to trust in other than God, whether that be family or money or whatever. Now I'm going to ask you guys, please look at the people around you and look at the blessings they've received, that the things that they have came through that you didn't, that they didn't think they'd get through because of God. Mm-hmm. Write these lists down so you can see things that maybe you don't always think about when you're doubting and not trusting. Aaron, how do you practically walk out this verse? How do you make sure you know that you're worth more than a bird, so God is clearly going to try to take care of you, that you can trust God to take care of you because he takes care of the birds of the sky. Well, this is this is probably going to be the, the most epic fail of ever ministry history because I, I don't. Like, I got, I got this. I actually sent a text to my girlfriend today at lunch, and I said, I don't understand why nothing in my life is ever good enough. Like, I'm never good enough. I always, like, I always want better. I don't get it. Because when I, when I look at my life, I look, like we said, those great things that God has done. I see all that. I see the position I'm in. In less than two months at work, I'm already a trainer. You know, I'm already training people. I'm in charge of lines. I'm in charge of departments. Uh, I have everything I could want. But yet it's always in my mind that I want something else or I'm not good enough or this isn't going to work out, or I don't have money for this. Uh, so the only practical thing I have for this, it, 
I just get up every day. One thing I told my really good friend Max, uh, and he actually has it on his wallpaper. I wrote it on my whiteboard. The number one rule is just show up. And I told him a long time ago that that's really what we have to do. We, God can't use us and God can't do great things in our life if we don't show up. So I, I guess in all of that, that's what I have. You just have to show up. You have to show up and let God use you. You have to show up and let God bless you. So those days that I don't feel it and I'm I'm, I'm just horrible, I get up and I do it anyway. So we, we fall back to last week, the self-discipline. That's exactly how I live that out. I, no matter what it looks like, I get up and I go do it anyway because I know the scripture tells me not to worry. Despite my thoughts, despite my anxieties, I just go do it. Yeah, I think that uh that that's good. Just just show up. And I think that just showing up will allow you to build that trust. Right? So I think that's really good. Guys, so so far we talked about, you know, the fact that God has always gotten you through things. Uh the fact that the world will tell you to trust in other things. And the fact that God loves you enough to create a whole universe around you so clearly you can trust in him. So, guys, be thinking about that. As you listen to this podcast, as you finish up, think about those things and think about why you should trust God more. And with that, I think that's a, a pretty good episode. What do you think, Aaron? I'm I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Probably so one of the ones. Uh, I, you know, I think that most nights, I'll be honest with you, but I think we're getting better. I think that's the reason. Uh, guys, I just ask that you check out our social media, that you point people in the direction of our social media. We have, uh, an Instagram account, Abjo's Bible Study. Uh, we have a, t- a Twitter account. I almost said Tinder. We don't have a Tinder account. We both are in relationships and we're happy in our relationships. Uh, we have a Twitter account. It's Abjo Bibble study or b-i-b-l i love that name i know <laughs> it's ridiculous but i love it and then we have a facebook just search average joe's bible study guys let us know what you think man i tell you what we got a comment three days ago we shouted her out we appreciate the comments keep them coming thank you so much um let us know what how we're doing uh we love you guys energy you love them i don't know i love you guys man i love them all all of them okay so i love the ones we, that are listening we love you guys, and we just we hope that you get something out of this, and we hope that you point some somebody who might get something out of this in in the direction of this podcast. All right. With that being said, I'm going to pray us out. Aaron, are you cool with that? Uh, amen. I'm in. Right. Our heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you that first and foremost, you're a God that we can trust, that we know that we can trust. You've shown it throughout our lives that you that you will get us through every situation we encounter. God, we ask that when we are not trusting in you, you will do whatever it takes to bring our eyes back to you so that we know that you are the only thing to put our trust in, God. We love you. We thank you for the creation of the universe in a way that specifically allows us to live uh, in which no other planets have the ability to do that because you loved us that much. God, we thank you for overcoming our obstacles. Uh, we thank you for giving us the strength to move on, to just show up. We thank you for the... Me and Aaron, specifically, thank you for the amazing women that you put into our lives. Um, God, me personally, every time I talk to my girlfriend, you you put a huge smile on my face. But, God, I know that comes from you, so I want to thank you for that. Uh, 
I would just like to thank you for my job and Aaron's help financially so that we, we can be less stressed about those things, even though we know we shouldn't have been stressed in the first place. Uh, we just ask that you continue to grow this Bible study, to move this Bible study in the direction that you'd want, and allow us to continue to get something out of it ourselves. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.